You're listening to the Show Lab Producer Podcast, where we talk about nothing but producer stuff. You dig? Yo, yo, yo. What up? What up, man? This is your boy, Mar from Obese, and you're listening to the Show Lab Producer Podcast, where we talk about nothing but producer stuff, you dig? How y'all doing? Happy New Year's, man. I am off my hiatus. It's been a long time, y'all. There's been a lot going on, man, and um, I, if I could just be real with you guys, man, I had, to, you know, I had to put it on the back burner for a little bit, man. You know, life happened, you know what I'm saying? I had to... Uh, get some things, some priorities in check and, you know, family and, you know, household and, you know, paying my bills and all these things, man. So uh, it was unfortunate that I had to um, put the podcast to the side, man. But I'm back and I'm trying to, you know, I'm going to try to do this thing, man. Uh, appreciate you guys for that, for continuing to listen to all of the old episodes and stuff and shout out to my guy Omar uh for picking up the slack uh when I when I when I when I had to bag out for a minute back out for a minute uh but yeah man we're back you're listening to the show lab producer podcast man where we talk about nothing but producer stuff you dig uh so with this year starting out which on uh we're in February <laughs> um a lot of stuff has been happening, you know what I'm saying? And one of the main, I guess, I don't want to say the main topic, but what I want to start this start this new episode out with is just the climate of, uh, from my standpoint, from how I see it, uh, as a producer, as a sound designer, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, a lot has changed, you know, a lot of, a lot of um, things have changed came into fruition and um you know some has some you know and this is just my opinion y'all just my opinion but some some of the stuff has been for the good and some has been for the bad man and i want to talk about it uh, i want to talk about it from a sound designer's standpoint uh you know just to you know, see what you guys think about it and how y'all feel about it, man. I, it's a conversation that I've had with a couple of, couple of uh, friends of mine uh, in regards to the topics. Uh, and there's two topics I want to talk about. Um, I've had conversations, you know, and uh, some share the same opinion and some don't share the same opinion. And that's okay to have, you know, a difference of opinion. So, uh, the first topic I want to talk about is as a sound designer, uh, you know, most of us as uh, as uh, sound designers and composers, when we put out a sound kit, you know, some 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 producers, some some designers put them out as royalty free and some put them out as non royalty free. So let me just break down the difference in uh what would be royalty free and not royalty free so a royalty free kit would be where you as the producer can buy a sample buy a sample kit and use it for 
you know, to to however you want to use it um, without having to uh, give credit or even pay a percentage to the sound designer that has used it. All right. So that's a royalty free. That's from the royalty free standpoint, meaning that the consumer can do anything with the sample other than. You can't resell the sample. That's the only thing you can't do with it. You can use it for, you know, in a major, in a mainstream, for the mainstream artists. You can use them, you know, for anything else. Only thing you can't do, you can't resell the sample. All right? That's royalty-free. A non-royalty-free sample would be where you would have to, just say, for instance, a ma- you get a major placement with that beat that you've used that uh, sample in. So... Before you can move forward, you need to get permission. Well, not necessarily. Well, yeah, you got to get permission and get the the sample clearance from the actual producer that created the sample. Uh, A lot of them may say uh, no hassle free uh, master clearance. Just have to contact such and such and we can work out the percentages, yada, yada, yada. So that's the difference in a royalty free and a non-royalty free sample well we have been seeing what i've seen uh what i have seen in the last maybe year uh year two um i've seen where uh, i've had i've had uh producer friends of mine that have got their music placed on mainstream artists albums and because it was royalty free they didn't get you know it wasn't nothing they could really do you know i had i had one buddy of mine man he one of his songs made it on made it on a mainstream artist uh album and you know of course it was royalty free he tried to get in touch with the producer that made the joint you know what i'm saying and you know, and and you know, he went through a lot to try to get in touch with him, and I I I can't even remember if he was successful in getting getting in contact with him with him. But um, in a nutshell, that was a losing battle. You know, what I'm saying he was not able to go back and get a follow up, or you know, I think he might have found out who the producer was and reached out to him, but I I don't think the producer reached back to him. But you know, that's one of those things. You know, uh, from a royalty-free standpoint, uh, I don't know any experiences on the non-royalty-free situation, but uh, you know, it was just unfortunate from you know that my buddy, you know, what I'm saying he his and and this is the killer part, y'all. The producer that used the sample, he did not chop the sample up; he just let the sample breathe. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Only thing he did do was change. He was, he transposed the sample. You know what I'm saying? He didn't he didn't do no flipping. He didn't do no chopping or none of that. He just transposed the sample. Literally all of the elements and the instruments that were in the sample. The guy just 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 left. He just came back and slapped some drums on it. Really. Uh, so, um, so you know that was a that was a losing that was a losing battle right there. But, you know, uh, it, it started a conversation. Excuse me. It started a conversation, man. Like, you know, uh, you know, should, you know, should produce. I mean, should producer that producers that, you know, purchase sample kits, uh, 
should there be some kind of you know uh courtesy you know what i'm saying or if the artist is a, if it's a mainstream artist well well you know what no let's 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 just x the artist out let's say this if it's a mainstream producer should is it okay for a mainstream producer to use the sample and not have to give credit or should a mainstream producer even be allowed to use it so in your mind you might be like well if he bought it yeah you know what i'm saying the goal is to be able to use a sample and not have to clear it i get that you know what i'm saying i can totally totally uh respect um respect it from that from that aspect i can respect that you know what i'm saying but you know if a mainstream producer you know used the joint should you know what i'm saying he give credit you know what i'm saying or should he reach out to that particular sound designer and say hey man look i'm using your joint you know what i'm saying and i want to give you yada yada publishing i don't care if it's you know five 10 15 30 you know 30 percent whatever you know what i'm saying should there be some kind of ethic ethics code of ethics you know where you know that should that producer should do that or what if it's a what if it's a producer you know what if it's not a, a mainstream producer but he get placed he get the joint placed on a mainstream artist album because like the situation with my homeboy the producer that used the joint, he wasn't like a mainstream producer. He just happened to land the joint, get a mainstream placement. You know, should that rule should that rule apply? Should that same rule apply? Should he be like, hey man, listen, I know this was a royalty-free sample. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I, I want to give you some of the publishing, yada yada yada. You know what I'm saying? That's the that's 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 the you know that's where we at you know what I'm saying now in in my case I've been I've been uh, blessed and fortunate enough to have a mainstream producer uh, give me publishing on a, a, a song that placed on a mainstream artist uh, album you know what I'm saying and it was one of the samples that I made probably out of the um, probably the marvelous marvelous. Marvelous Breaks chapter I'm sorry, not chapter Marvelous Breaks volume 2 or 3 Which you can go pick up at MachineMasters.com You can go pick up all of the uh, Marvelous Breaks and Marvelous Loops Over at uh, MachineMasters.com Right now, shameless plug But uh, the pro- I sent the producer some, I, pr- I sent them the samples And he, uh, he went through them And he was like, yo man I'm using this. Um, I'm gonna use this. Use this sample, um, and I'm gonna give you a publishing. Matter of fact, he 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 gave me thirty percent, thirty percent publishing on on a song. You know what I'm saying? On a sample from a sample I made. You know now, he I you know I just chalked that up as he just being a straight up a straight up guy, straight up producer, and he's a mainstream producer. You know what I'm saying? That 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 did that now. My samples are my sample kits are royalty free. I do have a clause in there where it says my samples are royalty free, but you are required to give just that credit. Just give the credit on from where the sample came from. You know what I'm saying? Courtesy of Marvelous Breaks Volume, yada yada yada. 
volume volume two volume three or whatever but this producer man he he gave he gave me uh this mainstream producer gave me 30 percent publishing of the song so i i thought that was very dope and you know but that but that's that's one producer that that's one mainstream producer that i know they may have a lot of other producers out there that does that you know what i'm saying that that do that you know what i'm saying i i don't know um I would hope, you know what I'm saying, that would be the case where, you know, producers are just being stand up, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, deep down, you know, the producer know that everybody's trying to eat, you know what I'm saying? And hey, look, there's enough there's enough bread for everybody to make. So I would love to, you know, put that on your mind and help you to ponder that, you know what I'm saying? Even, you know, for, you know, those that may be even looking at, looking to get into the sound designing, um, business you know what i'm saying that's something that you need to consider you know whether if you want to do royalty free or you want to do non-royalty free you want to do guarantee master clearance that's totally up to you you know with all that being said i, I still think that you know what i'm saying i will continue to do you know my samples that samples my my sample kits as royalty free uh reason being is because I think you know I have more of an opportunity you know that's it's better for that's it's a better sell for me or for it's a better sell on the kit versus you know what I'm saying a master clearance you know what I'm saying especially because I'm an indie producer that's um that's just doing it too so you know what I'm saying I don't consider myself as a mainstream uh, sound designer you know i'm not ill minds or i'm not uh you know i'm not I'm, I'm not as big as soul surplus or mss audio or you know audio anthem crate leads you know what i'm saying these guys you know they they um you know they are you know they they're in a whole nother bracket than i am so you know and they stuff they you know they have had major placement with major artists so you know there's they can kind of do that they can do that because they have that type of leverage um they have that leverage to be able to uh you know do that and still make the sale you know me i'm just an indie dude just trying to make it you know what i'm saying so um that's my take you know that's my spill on you know the whole you know royalty free and non non royalty free and the non royalty free um situation uh like i say if you're looking to get looking to get into this to that field uh it's definitely something that you want to uh consider you know once you know you put put it out there you know uh, it's a chance that you might put it out man and your joint may go big and you know what I'm saying you don't get the credit. But you may run into a stand-up industry producer that'll reach out to you and be like, you know what? I got you. You know what I'm saying? And I and, and I thought that was real dope for uh the producer. Now, I'm gonna just mention his name, man. I think he's is he's worthy of being mentioned. You know, I had an opportunity to work with Static Selector. You know what I'm saying? And uh that brother you know he he looked out for me you know what i'm saying and I, I i appreciate that man i i it 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 threw me for a loop when he reached out and said hey man look i'm gonna give you some pub i'm gonna give you some pub off of this so i thought that was real dope all right 
So, man, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come back and we're going to get into that second topic that's on my mind that's real heavy on my heart. You dig? You're listening to the show that produced a podcast where we talk about nothing but producer stuff. You dig? In tune with the Show Lab Producer Podcast. Nothing but producer stuff. You dig? Yes, sir. You're listening to the Show Lab Producer Podcast, man, where we talk about nothing but producer stuff. That's what we do over here, man. Uh, This is your boy, Marl from Beats. Glad to be back in the midst of everyone. Uh, If you're just tuning in, man, we are talking about, I am talking about uh, some things that has been pressing on my heart over these past two years or so. And I I said, man, once I get once I would get back into uh, this podcast podcast thing, um, I was going to talk about them. So um, the next topic that I want to talk about is. Are you ready? Are you ready? I think this is going to be a big one here from a sound designer standpoint. The starter up of Splice.com and Sounds.com. Yeah. This one is a heavy one for me, y'all, because uh, as a sound designer that makes a kit on the app, a kit that I make is on average is 10 compositions, including... You know, without the drums, with the drums and the stems, right? So when I when I started into it, which was the tail end of the beginning, if that makes sense, of sounds.com. The tail end of the beginning of sounds.com so when i came in it i was like at the tail end of where the money was good (laughs) the money was good man the money was beautiful man i mean you know i I, of course all my kids are through machinemasters.com and boy those payouts were beautiful man like whoo i could pay my mortgage with with those uh what uh what what those payouts man you know shoot boy i look i had to pay uncle sam back it was so good you dig you know what i'm saying shoot man i'm telling you it was beautiful man but boy when sounds.com came on to the scene and uh you know i and 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 i'm gonna start up by saying no shade to those brothers until you know my colleagues that are over there and, you know, that they have stuff over there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, hey, you got to get it how you get it. The opportunity, you know what I'm saying, 
that was an opportunity for producers to, you know, sell sell their samples and kits in a whole different way. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? We're living in a time where everything is um consume, consumer friendly, uh easy access friendly, you know what I'm saying, and getting the bang for your buck. I get it. But boy, and, and and hold on, let me start off by saying, and before I say, before I get into it, I had the opportunity to be, uh, to be a part of, you know, sounds.com. Um, I, one of, a friend of mine that was that initially a, a friend of mine that was, and I'm, I don't know if he has anything to do with it. He maybe, maybe he does. I'm not sure. But, uh, a homie that was, that was really manning that and doing the recruiting, uh, he initially reached out to me. I think I just couldn't get with the whole setup of it and how it needed to be structured. So uh, it didn't work for me. And not only that, um, it was it it was very tedious. You know what I'm saying? The way it was set up was was very tedious. And they wanted a certain sound, and. I, I just didn't I just didn't I just didn't do it because I wanted to continue to do what I was doing and I was comfortable with you know making the making the kiss the way I was making them. So uh when they first came on the scene I think you know people was just trying to get acclimated to it but as time went on you start to see this I started to see a decrease you know what I'm saying just in on the payouts of the samples because the way sounds are set up is you you pay us a foot and I'm more of so you know but I'm gonna just explain it for those that don't know you put you pay a subscription every month and uh, you're able to you know download as many samples if, as you want according to the uh, the amount of credits that you have so you know it's almost so like you might let me just use for example for example you may have um a pelham and junior sample kit up there then you may have a soul surplus kit up there and then you might have a crate leaves kit up there and then you may have a ill minds kit up there and then you may have a a, a a kingsway music kit up there all right so all you have all these different kits up up up, up on the site and you can go through there and pick which compositions you want to you want to grab you don't have to necessarily buy the whole sample kit you can it's like it's like itunes it's like itunes music you can go download what songs you want versus being having to buy the whole album for one song back in the day if you want to hear the album you had to download it you know what i'm saying oh well no that's not true. You can go in and download certain songs. Not iTunes music. Let's just say iTunes. You know what I'm saying? Let's get into, let's just say into the digital world because before iTunes, how were we listening to music? We was listening to it on CDs. If you wanted a particular song, you had to get the CD. So let's say Splice is equivalent to iTunes where you can have a variety of all these different type of songs, right? So that's how it's set up. So no longer do you have to be bound to buying the whole kit. You can go through a particular kit and buy what you want out of there. You know what I'm saying? So that's how sounds that's how sounds are set up. I think. Um but 
but uh yeah, I think it's set up like that. I think I think sounds and splice is set up. And then along came spice. I mean not spice, splice. Splice is is it has a similar thing, you know what I'm saying? You can pay a certain amount of money for uh for credits. Um and then, you know, you can you know, you can you can go through all these different kits from all these different producers and stuff and pick out what you want and download them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you can buy extra extra credit, you know what I'm saying? If you run out of your credits for the month, you know what I'm saying, you can go back and you can, you know, download more. So, you know, you have you you got these two these two monsters <laughs> for the lack of better words that have came in and like changed the game, you know what I'm saying, have changed the game on how, you know, sound designers have you know made money you know what i'm saying now granted you know what i'm saying the, the the you know everybody started coming and doing i mean when i first when i when i first started to, when i really started to get into you know the whole idea of using sound uh you know sound kits and construction kits and stuff uh you had like prime loops you had like p5 audio and then you then along came ill minds and you know frank dukes and stuff you know what i'm saying and you know these are like the pioneers of the sound designing of of how we do it today and now you got you know you got you got producers that are coming out all the time and then you came with splice and sounds.com and it's bitter it's bittersweet because i do like the idea of being able to you know pick what i want but as a sound designer man that that changed the game for me you know what i'm saying at one time i was able to pay my mortgage with my sample kits now boy it didn't change the game i'm not i'm not able to pay my mortgage just with uh just with the samples and uh you know my mortgage is pretty steep you know what i'm saying uh you know we talking you know to me in the state of texas seventeen hundred dollars is a lot you know what i'm saying so you know um you do the math <laughs> you know what i'm saying so uh you know it's it's is one of those things where now i got to figure it out you know what i'm saying now i got to you know now i got to get resourceful you know what i'm saying um i got to figure out other ways of getting it you know you know, getting it going and, you know, and I, and I have to, and if I, if I can just be honest with you guys, man, it's been pretty discouraging, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's like, wow, man, like this thing here, man, it's like, you know, you, 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 you know, you wait for the monthly payouts, man. And it just, and it'd be, you know, I'm grateful for whatever God allowed me to get financially, but boy, it has been a serious, it is, it, you know, those two sites have changed the dynamic it has changed the demograph, you know what I'm saying, at, fr from a sound designer standpoint, you know. And then, you know, you, but, I, you know, to stay in it, you know what I'm saying, you got to be pumping it out, you know what I'm saying. You got companies like Soul Surplus, Soul Surplus, uh, Pelman Jr., you know what I'm saying. These dudes are pumping out kits every week, you know what I'm saying. And this is what they're doing full time, so. They they have that they they have the time to do it and 
you know, they're getting resourceful too. You know what I'm saying? They're getting, they, you know, they're making, you know, getting placements and stuff with, excuse me, with their samples and stuff as well. So, you know, it's it's one of them things, man, it, 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 it hit everybody hard. And I don't know, man, you know, it might be a breeze. It, you know, you might be, you know, you might be listening to it and be like, well, man, Marv, I'm, I'm still doing good with my kids. Please send me a DM and tell me what you're doing so I can get back to it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, so please help uh, hook a brother up with the Jews, with the with the uh, with the good good, so I can get back and uh, so I can get back to paying my mortgage with these sample kids. You know what I'm saying? Um, but those have been two topics that I have been that have been heavy on my heart. And then, like I say, man, I always said once I start the podcast back up, those were going to be the two topics that. Um, I was going to start out by talking about so um i would love to know your thoughts you know i don't there's no way you can leave me a comment but if you follow me on any of my social medias uh instagram facebook or uh twitter man please let me know let me know your thoughts man uh we're going to get back into doing the podcast man it's probably going to be maybe um Maybe twice a week. I'm not sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. But I'm, I, I will. You will be hearing a lot more of me. Uh, I will be having some guest speakers, some guest producers coming in um, that I've just been talking about and saying, hey, man, once I get the podcast going, getting back up and rolling, I want to have them on the show. Uh, for example, man, my man, my homeboy, a good friend of mine, uh, and he's a he's an industry vet, uh, Carlos Brody, uh, from the from the Hitmen, from uh, P Diddy's uh, production team in the nineties, late nineties, two thousands. You know, but you know, you had producers like Stevie J, D Dot, uh, uh, Man, it was a gang of them, and I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going for a blank. But my homeboy Carlos Brody, he was a part of the Hitman, and you have definitely heard a lot of his productions between, you know, the whole Bad Boy team. A lot, you know, he, he has some joints with Biggie and stuff, and he's a he's a fellow Memphisian. He's from my hometown. He's from my birthplace, Memphis, Tennessee, and uh, we just uh, we kind of we just linked up, man, and. You know, and uh, was and we built a friendship. You know, what I'm saying he's a dope brother. He's he has a lot of uh, a lot of insight on the industry. You know, what I'm saying he's one of those guys that keep it transparent. So I asked him to be to be a part of the show once I get it up and going, man. So hopefully the next episode, man, I can have my homeboy. I will have my homeboy Carlos on the show, man. And uh, we're gonna just keep this thing going, man. Uh, yeah, appreciate you guys sitting down, listening, kicking it with me. Uh, thank you for just uh being patient with a brother. I know y'all probably was like, man, this dude Marv fell off, and uh, I don't know what happened. So, uh, but but life life happened, and you know everything is kind of, and life is still happening, you know. But I I I was out, and I literally uh today. Which Saturday, November the t- no November. I'm thinking about my anniversary. Uh, 
Saturday, February the 22nd, I was outside washing the tr- washing my truck, and I said, man, you know what? I need to do a podcast. And I said, you know what? I need to do one today. I, I just got to do it. If I, if I try to plan and say I'm going to do it tomorrow or the next day, I wasn't going to do it. So I just said, I'm going to do this today. So... Uh, yo, you guys will be hearing a lot more from me, man. And I'm going to get up on out of here because I got some other stuff to do. Uh, again, I appreciate you guys tuning in. And until next time, grace and peace. You dig? Yo, you are now in tune with the Show Lab Producer Podcast. Podcast. Nothing but producer stuff. You dig? <laughs>